All right, welcome to another episode of 21 Going On 77. I am one half of the dynamic duo. It is Dwight at 517-2214 on the Twitter app. Joined again as I am with the brains of the operation, the young PhD in training, young SJ, PhD at SJ Basketball 8. SJ, how you feeling this Friday afternoon? I am feeling okay. Um, just tired as always and busy, but you know, it is what it is. Just I'm always in a state of being tired and busy. You are too young to feel that way. Um, but I feel the same way. I am always busy, especially here lately with the new boss. I gotta do things about a book now, and I am not used to that. Um school about to ramp up for you yeah i'm just yeah this next these next few months really up until the summer i'm gonna be in hell i'm doing just a lot of different things and it's yeah it's picking up it's gonna be the busiest i've been since i've been in grad school so yay me hey grind it out you got it you got it um moving on our maths last time we talked i believe was either friday or saturday it was before we is after the spurs game i think it was before we played the lakers um yeah we lost the lakers we lost to the pacers we just beat the sixers last night how you feeling um we can get to the game specifically but how you feel about just where they at as a whole what happened what caught your eye what what made you feel some type of way I mean, that's a very loaded question, but I mean, overall, first of all, I don't like this team. Let's <laughs> start there. They're frustrating. They put you on a roller coaster of emotions. It's it's not it's it's fun, but it's also not fun. But it's my team, so obviously I'm gonna stick by them. But some things were a little alarming. Some things I'm not concerned about. Some things I liked. Um, but overall. And I feel like we said it last week, but just really watching the games, like, I know the data doesn't say the drop-off is, like, that significant, but the defense just feels so much worse. And here's the thing. A lot of that is contextualized, right? We were playing a long stretch without our best defenders. Um, right. So, but even when, like, we got some of those guys back, it looked better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it looked and felt better. Um, but now it's 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 just, it's not it's not good bro. like it's not good at all and even with the philly game like we won but like philly shot super well from the field like it was just that we shot better <laughs> that was just what it was we still couldn't defend them either and i just think um the defense is just so spooky and you know max is coming back we we it's not like it's just all terrible and we don't get stops there's you know even the worst defensive teams are going going to put together you know a stretch where they're getting stopped but just all in in like just in general and broadly the defense is just something i it's just too bad <laughs> it's just too bad and it's it looks like the worst has been in the maps like as much as luca's second year we were a bad defensive team we weren't even that bad the year after we were worse the 2021 season we were like 20 what third we were like really bad or 26 i think we might have finished 26 we were really bad that year but it didn't even feel like this and really it's because of the lack of room protection like i think if you have no room protection at all like at least we had kp and even if kp was um 
rough defensively and he was you know during parts of his tenure with us he still provide rim protection and not just rim protection but fear like you heard in edwards in his interview say yeah poor zingas i don't get no layups on him like you know like guys if you have a reputation of at least providing some deterrence at the rim guys are gonna think and that's that's really all you that like just that thought that little hesitation can go a long way defensively and we just don't have like nobody's scared of Powell, bro they see Powell and they get excited nobody's scared of wood same thing they get excited they know they could just bump them off and that's it like you could you know score maxi he's white and unfortunately no like listen this unfortunately dudes feel like they could cut the white boys but with maxi it's a little different because they feel they could cook him and then he stops them so that's where the difference is but they still try him you know what i mean and if you get tried enough times you're going to get scored on you know you're just going to get scored on so i just think the defense is just super spooky which is which you know is just discouraging which is why i felt they really needed another trade and they didn't make it and um i think it will get better that's one thing i do think it will get better but how much better is the question and i don't think it will be by a margin that may make a difference and the reason why i say may is because not can transition to the offense the offense is pretty damn good <laughs> like that's one thing and here's the thing you could talk about the clutch offense and it, it cratering in some of those um games that we lost so like we lost a close um game to the pacers we lost the we lost a close one to um LA too. So we can talk about that, but just overall, Luke and Kyrie, like I don't understand and I know it's just hot take um TV and just, you know, media just trying to get the clicks off. Everyone's trying to get their takes off. But I don't know how you can watch these games and think Luca and Kyrie just won't work. And granted, Kyrie had that two game stretch where he just looked horrible. I, and I, I do I do disagree a little mm-hmm. with that. I don't think he was horrible against the Lakers, but please. I thought he was horrible against the Lakers because he looked overwhelmed. And it, listen, everyone has those games. Everyone has bad matchups. This not the that wasn't the first time Dennis has like clamped him up. And not just that, like the did with the doubles, he got a little overwhelmed. And what scared me with him, I'm granted, I the Philly game, the response, and he had kind of like a pep in his step. If you watch him, he was kind of skipping a little bit, like after some of his makes. That was encouraging to me because I was feeling discouraged by some of his body language out there. It's one thing to just miss shots, but to be just disengaged, that that is what I had a problem. He just seemed like just two games in a row where it was like, oh, he missed a couple shots and he just it's like he's disengaged. Like he's there, but not there, if that makes sense. Like just seems really disengaged. And that I was a little worried about just with all the noise about you know how he's not staying blah 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 and they're trying to force him with you know by asking them and i mean not the local media because they had asked them to um not ask any questions and from what i've seen i don't think anyone um any of the local media has asked him any questions about that but on national tv you have stephanie ready she's asking him oh does this feel like home this is like the, those <laughs> questions are like awkward because He's not. He's not gonna say anything. Like, what would first of all, what would you expect him to say? He just got here. I'm not expecting him to be like, yeah, Dallas is home. Especially when it's not like he requested specifically to come to Dallas. It was like Dallas or nothing. It wasn't like a situation like that. So why would I expect him to be calling us home or whatever? But whatever. That's besides the point. I, I was just at some point just getting a little discouraged. Um, just with the the, the body language, it just felt like it was going down a um like a bad like a really bad path but um like i said they they bounced back and even with the bounce back like i said there's things in there to criticize because we gave up a huge lead again but one thing i'm just realizing like 
if you can't defend, you're gonna give up leads, man. Like I, 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 at this point, I'm going to know to expect that, because if teams say, okay, let's try to lock in, and they say, listen, I'm going to try to get stops. We know we can score on the other other end on them. That's that's the problem, and that's just the reality of where we're at right now. Um, and I mean, there's other, like I said, there's a lot of moving parts to all these games, but then you had a lot of a lot of talk about Luca in particular, and. The questions about Luca, I just feel like there's just a lot of talk around him right now. You know, there's a, the magnifying glasses on him because he's playing, like he's finally playing with a, like a star, like a, a real star, like a real, real star. You know, while Porzingis was good, you know, Brunson was good, doing what he was good. They're not, they're not the caliber of stars we're talking. Like not even close to the caliber. At least when Brunson was here, I should say, not even close to the caliber of, of stars we're talking about. Right. I. Uh... You listen. I'm it's a, not even close. It's yeah, not close. I, I, <laughs> yeah, it was not close. I, I, I love Jalen. That's what I'm saying. No, when he was but, here, it was yeah, not close. It was I, not close. I, I don't even know if it's really if we're talking about when they are on the court. I still don't know if it's that close. If we being honest, and I love Jalen. Oh no, I love Jalen. Listen, listen, listen. There's a lot of talk about Jalen. There's been a lot of talk about Jalen. The reason why I have resurfaced as a supporter is not like I hated him. It's just that. Like I said, I had a lot of misplaced anger. Y'all know me. I just was very hurt by the situation. But understanding, you know, other, you know, circumstances around it has, you know, changed yeah. how I felt. That's that's just what it yeah. is with him. I, and I will say, I still would rather have Jalen Dorian in a first round pick than Kyrie on an expiring contract. Like, I'm yeah, just, I'm just going, that's that's fair. That's fair. I, I, if we re-sign Kyrie, that's a different story. Yeah. If we don't, yeah, I I still, I think I still would rather do that either way because I think, I think it's going to be really hard to build a championship team around Luka and Kyrie with the money it's going to take to get Kyrie to stay. Makes sense. Yeah. Let's 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 keep talking about the game. That's a that's a different conversation. That's a summer conversation. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But um, I just think okay, so. The, the question surrounding Luca. What my, my, I feel like I one one thing is with me. I'm not following like the group talking, the group think. If I have like my, I guess issues with Luca during the stretch wasn't really what everybody else was saying. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about his offense. Like yes, his offense. There's some kinks in there. Whatever, whatever. But that wasn't even my main concern. Like people are talking, about, oh, he's a ball hog. He's not giving. That wasn't even my problem. It was just the it was the defense though, and he, after the last two games, he's tried to get um, more engaged. Um, I will give him that he has tried. I've seen possessions where a couple games ago he was not doing that shit. He was just not doing it. Um, and he's trying, which is great, but I need to see at this point. He's been in the league so long. I need to see for a sustained stretch before I give you praise for it. You know what I mean? Like he has been in this situation where. He tries for a little bit, then he goes back to destructive behavior. And I say destructive behavior because that's how it is at times. Like, if he's not, it's destructive. And I said it's about Spencer. He has some of the same traits sometimes. Like, he's doing the Lakers game. It was just so piss poor. And um, with some of those traits, those are things that had always been there. We just talked about him not back literally before the Lakers game. The pod we recorded uh, last week, I, right I, before I, the game. I, I was trying to shoot him bail about boxing out. You were trying yeah. to, and I said he don't box out. And we yeah. literally got the proof, like, oh my right next game. 
it was so it was so bad because this wasn't even like you know i'm not asking you to be Giannis, but fam put up you you ain't guarding them just put a body on them i understand the first time but he had eight what do you have eight or nine he had like eight or I think he had he finished with what seventeen <laughs> like seventeen total. He had like eight or I think he had nine. No, I think he had like eight, and he like tied his um career high for offensive rebounds or something it's like, like that. Bro, and that's Luca's man, like family. It was his matchup. <laughs> yes, that's getting it so, on him. But yeah. and that's not new. But my thing was those are things that weren't new. Luca been never boxed out, but some of the things that he would not do. So like. The straight line drives that he'd give up, we had more length. And this is gonna go to my point. We're gonna get into late get into it later. But when Dorian was on the team, right? Dorian had the length to rotate behind Luca when he got beat. Which is why when people say you hype up Dorian on his defense, I'm not saying he's fucking Scotty Pippen. I'm just saying that he had value to our defense because of some of the things he would do. He would cover up on defense. It it happened. It's on the tape. It's it's there. So I'm not. And another thing, like I said, I'll get into this later. But I just need to say this here, Dorian. I have always said, and this is not revisionist history. I feel like you guys are trying to revise history on me. But I have always said, not even just me. So many people have always said that Dorian has more value to the Mavs than he would to another team. That has always been the the case, right? And now that he's struggling, I feel like it's some sort of victory lap. Even though it has been acknowledged that Dorian had more value to the Mavericks than he would to another team. And that value is not offensive value. You see it defensively. Anyway, that's just my whole point about the defense. My point is, going back to Luca, I'm just saying some of the things he does defensively, and not just defensively, but the little things, like games are won on the margins, right? Especially in the playoffs. Like games are won on the margins. You can't slack on the little things because Let's say if the game is close and it, like I said, it comes down to stuff around the edges, you gotta have the advantage there. And so, like offensive rebound, <laughs> you know, like just just putting a body on a man, um, that goes a long way. So he needs to some of the bad habits that he's, you know, picked up like defensively, where he's just not in great position. And you know my thing, like you cannot be a great defender, but don't be not good and not like in the right position. That's my issue with Wood. And Luca has some of those same traits where he's not even like even in the like sometimes you could accidentally get a stop when you don't even mean to just by being in the right position. So I feel like and he can do it. Like he has the IQ and IQ not just offensively, but he has great defensive IQ. So he knows where to be. He knows what to do because I've seen him make the rotations that he fails to make. It's just an effort and a and a focus thing with him. And now, um, I mean, there's a lot of talk about kid, and kid is fucking weird, right? I don't think there's a lot of things about the team for us to be serious. I don't think Jason Kidd is gonna be the, the the that coach. I just don't. But that's a different conversation. But even with him, um, there's a lot of talk about his guidance, and it feels like, like I don't know what he's telling them, like in the locker room, obviously. But the trolling about the defense is getting a little boring now like it was the first two comments were cute but now he's making it a thing to to make it um it's like he's trying to tell everyone this defense is hopeless and he it's like he really means it and i don't care if you really mean it you cannot like it's one thing to say it's a challenger team but you can't keep saying it you're going to make the guys actually believe it 
trick their minds. <laughs> you can trick their minds. And like I said, I don't know what he's telling them in the locker room. He could be saying something completely different. He's just playing with the media, obviously. But he's calm. Like, you win the live TV interview. They ask him, yeah, how you going to get the defense better? He's like, yo, I'm going to put back Kyrie and Luka in. Ha, ha, ha. Like, mm, that's not cute. It's not cute, kid. Um, and we're hoping, we're really hoping that he's le- helping to lead Luka and, and keep him focused. Um, which is why so many people want Dragon and all these other people. But at some point, um, and I know he's just 24, but at some point he also has to lock in himself and realize that, hey, I can't just turn it on and off when I want to, especially when a, a team is, like, leaning on you. And it's funny because literally about two, about two years ago now, wow, time is flying, I said Luca's not mature enough to lead the team. And I got I got so much. That was the first time I shook the table on Mavs Twitter, I feel like. Because <laughs> I got ratioed so bad. And I was like, I'm literally right. And now, two years later, people are saying the same things I said two years ago. So it's like, I understand that, um, like I said, he's young. But he also has to start to grow into being, you know, a leader that brings it every night. Because that's that's some of his problem. You can you can you know you can score at any time, but you also have to be locked in and help your team. Because again, it's a team sport, and one person can be destructive to a team. We've we've seen it. We've seen it. So yeah, there's other things I want to get into, but I've been talking a lot. So yeah, what are your thoughts on all the games? Um, as we get to Lakers games specifically, uh, you know they tricked off a twenty-seven point lead. So you saw all the good and all the bad, right? Um, you get up on any NBA team, uh, any NBA team by uh, twenty-seven points, and you you were whooping their ass. With all that being said, we all do agree that. Um, let me turn my work computer down. We do all agree that def- we got that lead by making a lot of threes, right? I yep. don't know. I don't know if that was necessarily like good offense per se, but we all agree that that involved making an exorbitant amount of threes. So when we take leads like that, you can also, if you go cold making those threes you can give up a lead really quickly and we're a defensively challenged team. Um, one thing that kind of bothered me, you know, we went back and forth in the group chat. I think I text you, I hate watching Luca play basketball right now is because like, bro, it's a li- like, I'm not asking you to be honest. I'm not asking you to be a defensive anchor, but you can box your man out. I feel that's the least we can do. I don't even know how much energy that would exude. You know what I'm saying? Because there's still Vando is a really good athlete. He's bouncy. He's active. There's still some rebounds we would have given up just because Vando's taller, more athletic than Luca. But some of those were like free runs to where he literally just realized Luca wasn't paying attention, dodged around him, grabbed a rebound, and it either was he either put the ball immediately right back up or he passed it and they they made shots and. You know, it comes a situation, well, what do you expect, Luca? I think he had 26 points or some shit. I know he led the team in scoring, but that those are, I hate to say it, just loser stuff to where, like, I don't care how many points you score. If you're going to do that shit on the other end, 
we can't win because however many points you scored, you're going to give them right back. And that that's something that really, really bothered me. And I don't know if it's because he's injured. I don't know if it's because he's tired, but I don't feel like he was doing it to that extent. Or maybe I just didn't pay attention because Dorian was there. You know, I don't know. I'm not totally sure. Many of things are standing, and here's the thing, the arm ball, the, just the, it's just been there. It's been there. <laughs> but I'm not seeing anything new. That's, that's, that's what I'm trying to point out. Like, I haven't personally seen anything new. It's just very much pronounced. Because, yeah. I mean, if you think about a team, right? And let me make this point. When I'm talking about the people who we don't have, especially in regards to the Kyrie trade, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have made that trade. I'm on record before, during, and after that I approved of the trade. I'm not walking that back. I'm literally on record before, uh, during, and after. Oh, uh, no, uh, no. Nah, nah. You ain't about to do this. I text you, I trade Dorian and Spencer straight up. And you was like, no. Don't don't get on these airways. Oh, no, 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 no. I meant like of, of getting Kyrie. Oh, okay. Kyrie. I got you. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I think I'm doing. Listen, I never want to do trading for my team. Everyone knows. I'm in, I'm in getting Kyrie. I'm in getting Kyrie. Okay. Not, oh, not. you're talking about just getting Kyrie. And just Jeff. getting Kyrie. Yeah, because people are saying, you. people have been saying, like, I'm saying you shouldn't have traded for Kyrie. I never oh, said that. Oh, <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, not the, not the package itself. The um, I'm talking about the, yeah, just trading for Kyrie. But the, my, my point is, I'm just saying um, that Dorian held a value to the team that people like people are seeing but they're not they don't know how to attribute it to yeah, that if that yeah, makes sense this is what i'll say and I don't, I don't mean to be like disrespectful to people you be engaging with people that don't know what the hell they be talking about and because people believe you do and you do obviously you you give them energy and it's like certain conversations you just shouldn't entertain with certain people and there's like there's you how can I explain? There's still people, people I don't like, people I block, people I love that still only believe that a player can contribute to winning by things that are measured in a box score. And you just can't have certain conversations with certain people about especially certain players. And I feel like Dorian is kind of the definition of that. As much as I want him upgraded, I know Dwight Powell is this at a point because, like, all the lineup data supports it at this point. We've played a lot of games with Dwight Powell and Christian Wood and other bigs, and it's like, look, man, I don't know how to explain the shit, but it just is what it is. I've seen people try to, like, oh, it's because he starts when Luca be cooking in the first quarter. No, Christian Wood started, like, 13 games with Luca, and the lineup still was better with Dwight. Like, it's just... Whatever the fuck he's doing, it makes the team better. And it's the margins, like people, yeah. like it's the margins, like it's just certain things, and it, it's it's all contextual. So like, and this is the problem some people have with Jokic, right? Um, where you know you can debate about his greatness, but oh, a defense as a five—that's the thing. It's not just defense, but it's defense as a five that people have an issue with, right? Similar to Wood, whereas the fact that he's not on the plane of Jokic, if your best asset, like as a center, your best asset doesn't need to be scoring, right? There's, but for certain positions, that's like if you're like if you're like a shooting guard and you're not like you putting up like two points a game, like but you, like come on, <laughs> you know, you really like you might need to score the ball more. Um, even with um PJ Tucker, right, in his role, he doesn't need to score 
you know, too much. But he still needs to put the ball in the hole. P.J. Tucker is actually not having a great season. You know what I mean? And the role, like, for example, the role Dorian had to play, um, you know, on the Mavs versus um, the Brooklyn Nets. That's why he's so bad on the Nets. He's, he's, he's being put in a role that's just, it's not for him at all. It's not for him. He has to actually score the ball. Um, and even his defense, like, I, I personally don't think he even fits in that scheme, really. Um, and they have a million dudes just like him. It's just like, he's not going to stand out on that roster at all. Like, so my, my point is with Wood is that some of the things that are probably a little more important for centers, he doesn't do. So, like, he's not anchoring your defense, right, at all. And Powell's not doing that either, right? But, okay, you start breaking it down to more, I guess, quote-unquote basic things, like setting a screen. <laughs> and it's not even close who's the best screen setter there. And here's the thing, I'm not even saying Powell's just the best screen setter in the league because Powell gets me tight sometimes with some of them moving screens. But Powell know how to set a firm screen that frees up a lot of people. And when you free up your when you free up your guards, that goes, especially since we're a team that we um are built around our guards, or like our offensive scheme is built around guards, um, a center who can set a screen properly is important. I'm not even saying this as a gimmick or a gag, like on the TO screen. Like, I'm being so serious, bro. Like, a real no. screen goes a long way. And, yeah. it's, and one thing what definitely has power beat on is the boards, is the glass, definitely. But when we talk about the scheme that works best with Wood, right, that's more so a switching scheme, right? Let him switch, and we've been doing that lately with him when he's the lone big. But the problem when he's switching out to the perimeter, he's not back there for the boards anyway. So, and we rotate so much. It's, it's, just, it's just a lot, this, which, this, which is why um, with him, like, y'all are trying to put so much of his, like, or trying to attribute so much of his impact to um where he can score the ball blah, blah blah but not understanding that okay so if that's where his true impact lies scoring the ball why are we starting him when we have we just saw a backcourt put up 40 yeah. you know a piece why why so why do we need more scoring no we need more defense and if he's not having defense the least he could do is act as a bench score off you know like a micro bench score so it's just it's just a lot no, I, I'll say this, and most people aren't going to agree. I don't think he should start with Kyrie and Luka. I think it becomes duplicative. It becomes duplicative. Like, what he's good at, he's not going to get shots like that with Kyrie and Luka. Hell, Kyrie fighting to get shots with Luka. Like, we, we know how Luka in the first quarter going to be. So, it's I, I just don't think what he brings to the table is important with that starting lineup. Um, what drives me crazy is where fam <laughs> like I don't think there's any situation where JaVel McGee JaVel McGee was checking in before him right like we was, that shouldn't have happened that yeah, should not have happened yeah JaVel McGee was checking in like there's game like that Laker game in particular to me like, fam, put him out there. Like, let him play. Like, he was doing the dirty work. He actually was not getting buckets like that, but he had a, a nice, cute, dirty work game where I thought he was doing some of the, the grimy shit. And it's like, if he going to do that, you got to reward him with minutes. And then, like, even if he was doing the normal shit, to me, it feels like there was once, like, you, 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 uh, uh, 
like even when you look at with uh once LeBron hurt his foot, there was no more dri- he wasn't dribbling no more. He became a post player. A post player or st- he's basically a stretch big. So in my opinion, you should have left Wood out there. I think you know Wood would have he wouldn't have, you know, he lightened ass too, so he wouldn't have been able to stop LeBron on the block, but he would have did a better job at it than fucking Justin Holiday or whoever we fed to LeBron down the stretch of that game. Um, with that being said, what was the game? I said it's okay, Wood can have a bad game, and you cut into me about it. That was what was the Pacers game? That's the Pacers game. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead. You was right. So I had to put my kids to sleep. So his whole fourth quarter offensive foul situation, I guess he shot a transition three during the stretch too. Mm-hmm. I ain't see none of that. I'm be honest, I didn't see none of it. By the time I sat back down at the TV, he was off the court. So I just was like, you know, I felt he played good against the Lakers. I heard everyone was over it. Uh, I guess appropriately reacting to what he did against the Pacers. So I was like, okay, he messed up, but I felt like he had played okay the last couple games. The kid was playing with his men's, but then I went and watched. I was like, oh, he was he was a low key. You could blame losing the game on that man because that's the, and that's the thing. You can make mistakes. I'm not saying yeah. everybody got to be perfect, but he can uh, make mistakes. Everyone's gonna make mistakes. It's just the 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 loudness of the mistakes and then compounded with the fact I haven't even I didn't even see any post-game pressers or asking about it, like, going back to the locker room, and I get if you're a little frustrated, but oh my god, going back to the tunnel during the game, that's a li- that's very, very dramatic. I gotta be and, honest, that didn't bother me like that. I'm sorry. It, I mean, after you get I think it was frustration. It was frustrating. It, it'd be different if he, like, cussed him out or he went back. No, that's the thing. I think it's just triggering given that he literally had a situation like that in Houston, like, where he, you know, left the arena, got suspended, all that shit. So that, I guess that's that was like the triggering part, but I'm even without that, sticking with just what was happening on the court, I, even the offensive fouls, right? They were so stupid, and it's not like the refs were hosing him. He was just not. I don't know what he was trying to do. Again, it's but I think it stems from that he plays kind of selfishly, like like, and that's what those offensive fouls were about. Like he's not setting a proper screen because he's just trying to get the ball. <laughs> he's just trying to get the ball. I, um, I think my issue with that, he's lighting the ass. So who, what big with his body type sets good screens? You know what I mean? I just feel like. I mean, I see I guys it, set better I, screens than yeah, him, though. Yeah, but you know what they do with guys. Like, we talked about that shit earlier. Kyrie sets good screens. Do you want to know why? Cause he be they let him shoulders charge in the dudes. He sets. I've never seen Kyrie set a clean screen ever, and they never call it. And them shits be working. I, I mean, it. it's different, but it's not even just. It's it's the fact that he does not want the contact, so he's not even putting himself in a proper position because he doesn't want that contact on him. And it's no, you're, like you're, a, you're you're right. You're a hundred percent right with that. That's what I'm, so even even with, like I've seen Tim set better screens just because he's placed like he's accepting okay this person I'm trying to set the screen run into me I'm accepting that he don't want that <laughs> he don't want the contact he moves before they touch him and that's not that's not how you you have you you roll when you feel that contact but he he slips it before the um defender even comes in contact with him. 
Yeah. Um, so that's that's the problem. That's really the problem. And I mean, at the end of the day, I'm so sorry. You gotta set screens, bro. <laughs> you're, you're big. You can't play as a wing as much as you like. As much as you want to be the ball handler, you can't. I'm sorry. You gotta set some screens. So no, and I, I wanna the Christian would think like I I hate to be so mean to him because I do think he should play more, but at the same time. And I've only been on Mavs Twitter, what was this, three years now? We've never argued about a player. He's no player that matters less has generated more discussion. Like, fam, trust me with this. If y'all thought Dorian Finney-Smith was overrated and is going to stink and is looking bad in a new team, wait till Christian Wood goes to a new team, especially if he goes to, uh, like, a truly bad team. Like, we never going to – He's gonna get. He's gonna have some cool highlights, but he's going. They're gonna be a bad team, unless he gets on PEDs. I don't think he can play on a good team starters minutes. I literally think it's impossible. And some of the stuff he's asked to do, it's not fair to ask him to do it because he physically can't do it. Bigs got to do be dirty. They got to be grimy. Championship bigs got to do dirty work. They're like Dirk set better screens than he did. You know what I mean? And I, Dirk probably had 30 pounds on him, but so it's probably not fair to put it on him. But Dirk was a, a quote-unquote finesse big, but he did what he needed to do on, on that other end. Like, I just... Christian Wood, for Christian Wood to be on a good team, he would have to be like Jokic offensively. That's how bad of a defensive player slash dirty work player he is. Does that make sense? Am I crazy for that? Yeah, no. I mean, no. I mean, you're right about the dirty. That's what I'm saying. Certain things matter more for certain positions. And with a center, you need that center to be just doing all that all that dirty work. Yeah. And, and, and that's how you measure it. Yeah, especially now that we got Kyrie. Like, <laughs> I hate to say it, but the way the team was built last year, if you just drop... Kyrie in place of Brunson, and it's like, I don't know if they don't win the championship. You know, I, I think it would have been hard, and Jalen was balling out, but if you just drop that team into this year and just swap out Jalen for Kyrie, I don't know, man. Like, you you actually can get away with limited role players when you have two offensive, frankly, juggernauts. It's like, hey, can you stand still and shoot? Can you guard your man? So, also, I don't know. Am I crazy for believing that, or am I delusional with that? I do think like you would have needed a surefire third star or a player just as good as Jalen if we would have kept Jalen to win a championship. But with Luka and Kyrie, I actually don't think you need that. I think you could get away with Luka and Kyrie in defensive role players. Am I crazy for that? Um... I think I'm maybe a little. I just think. Well, let me see. Let me take that back. Offensive role players, one of them defensive dudes is going to have to be like an all defensive team caliber level defender. Let me. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I feel like you also do need some dynamic offensive players. And what are, like, how many, one, how are we going to have the money and how can we acquire dudes that are great defensively and dynamic offensively? Those are very, like, we're talking all-stars or elite role players who teams are just keeping. 
Um, so I think it's, it's going to be tough. Um, and I mean, you can win with that structure if obviously if you get lucky and all that. But I just think that structure is getting, it's a bit hard to win with that structure because um, like we're seeing it, like teams are, teams are still doubling Kyrie and Luka. You know I mean, I mean, last game, Philly, you know, um, coverage was a bit different from what we've seen um, from like the Lakers and um, the Pacers. They were still throwing their doubles there on Luka, but they weren't like doubling Kyrie. Um, like Kyrie was doing his thing. The coverage was a bit different, but for teams that do defend more like, uh, you know, Pacers or like Lakers, where if they have length and they're just doubling the ball or ball handlers, I think when we have some of those one-way guys, that's when we have issues. That's why I would, one thing we haven't talked about, um, which we can get into now, the benching of Josh, because I had a huge problem with it, just from the, like, like huge problem with it, even before, um, Justin played in his first start. I had a huge problem with it just because why are we going back to, like, we've seen, the, granted, Josh had been playing, you know, badly in the games leading up to his benching. However, we've seen the value in having a more dynamic um, kind of role player, a, con- a more connective role player next to, you know, a Luke and a Kyrie. And you bench him for a one-dimensional, Justin Holiday can't do nothing on offense but stand there and shoot threes or come off a pin down and shoot a three. He cannot do anything. <laughs> he can't. I saw him dribbling, dribbling up the court. He was looking at his hands, bro. <laughs> so, like, at the end of the day, benching Josh was just a bad decision. And so, I think you need more Josh types, like a, a the you know dynamic where they can pretty much do damn near everything. So that when they do put two on the ball, we're not having guys that literally don't know what to do with the basketball. So I before I was like, oh yeah, you can surround them with a whole bunch of low usage defensive guys and let's go. I'm 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 changing my tune a little bit just because I um like as much as Kyrie and Luke are just phenomenal offensively, you look at our play style still and what we rely on. It's just all three. That's just not sustainable. I don't think you can um honestly I don't think you can win a, a championship with that kind of um shot diet because that's what we really rely on. It's one thing to shoot a lot of threes, make a lot of threes, but also can consistently like for example get to the paint finish and have multiple guys that could do that versus you rely on threes and really don't have any other ways to win games like and i don't like i don't think we have any other ways to like especially this season like the, most of the games that we're winning are the games that we're just shooting lights out and making a lot of threes and the games that we're losing are the games either that where we can't defend or where we're missing every shot so I just don't think a championship run can be built on that type of shot variance. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Those, yeah. You, you make sense. I think, especially, I don't know, because, man, you can talk me in the post-up Luca and mid-range Kyrie just eating. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know we shoot a lot of threes right now, but I think they're giving they're giving us those. Are teams just gonna let them do that though? Just gonna let Kyrie dance? Just let Luca dance? Like they're still doubling, cause yeah, you know what I mean. They, teams they just gonna... not gonna let them dance around the court like that, especially when money on the line. Teams not just gonna let them. If that's why a lot of role players make such huge shots in the playoffs, because teams are selling out on the stars, and it's up to the role players, the ones that have the balls, to knock down those huge shots or make a play, not just knock down a shot, but, like, make a play. So how many of those dudes that we have, that's that's another thing. Like, 
we got rid of a lot of our winners and we brought in losers. We brought in um, <laughs> we got a lot like we already had some losers like Tim. Is Tim a championship level role player? I don't know. His de- like as much as his defense sometimes looks good, he's still very much destructive, bro. Oh, he, he very he, much destructive. He was destructive last night. Yeah, he, he's disaster. been destructive in the last couple games. The last couple games, he's been a disaster. So, um, yeah, this, this is where I, it may be unfair. I started blaming Luca because I'm like, bro, did they just take? Did everyone just drink the bad defense juice that Luca's been drinking? Because Tim had been better of late, and I'm not gonna, man. SJ, I don't know what the hell. Like, watch that Utah game. Watch that first Jazz game. Dudes was moving them feet. Everyone, everyone that we get mad at that don't play defense, we're moving them feet, and that's why I was like, it's it's probably unfair to Luca, but it's like I, I know what I saw. I know what my eyes saw in that game, right? Like, why are them dudes moving their feet now? Why ain't they moving their feet when Luca play? I don't know. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it, he's destructive, and my, my point is that I don't think we have enough, like, championship-level role players, um, on the team, like, I do think Josh can develop into one, if him being one right now, I don't, I don't think so, and it's okay, because he's super young, and he's, like, his third year in the league, um, but he has the, like, framework to be one. Um, I think Justin, I mean, Justin Hardy, he's a bio guy. He's a, like a bench. He's like an eighth man, like a seven eighth man type of type of deal. He's not like, he shouldn't be in your core five or anything like that. Maxi, I think so. You know what I mean? Just going down the line, Wood, I don't think so. Um, you know, Tim, I don't think so. Um, Dwight Powell, definitely not. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's like the ratio of, um, I think, like I said, if, if, we're going to surround them with, like, role players. They have to be, you know, dynamic and ones that could really contribute to winning. Like, do a lot of the dirty stuff. Like, you see really Josh Hart. Like, he has been one of the role player kings, gets traded to New York. And it's not all on him because they had been, um you know, playing well um for a while. But I haven't lost the game. <laughs> he's just doing. And it's not like he's scoring, like, a shit ton either. Like, he has some high-scoring games with this. And I know his box scores because I have him on fantasy. So, <laughs> I know what he's getting up to, but yeah, just doing a lot of little things. So if you're gonna follow that format, you're gonna need like players like that. And like I said, they're not one; they're not plentiful. And two, teams are like you either have to pay up for them, or um, to just to hope you draft them. And that's that's why I want to stay in the draft. And the one draft where it looks plentiful, we don't have a pick. But not gonna get depressed about it. Not gonna get depressed about it. Yeah, um, I, I don't think I can lie to myself about this team, even this current iteration, uh, because of like what you said. I think, wh- what do you think is that with the money on the line, like season on the line, winner go home, who should be on the floor? So Kyrie Luke, obviously, I think Josh should be on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, Maxi has to be on the floor. Yeah, who's, who's that fourth player? And this is a tricky part. I'm putting Reggie out there. I'm putting Reggie out there as much as because Justin Hardy, I, I haven't seen enough out of him to trust him. Tim is just a little too destructive defensively. Um, what is not going to be out there for me? I'm so sorry. Just because one, I have to see what the matchup is. One, I feel like that question 
depends on the matchup. You think, you think it's it does. Matchup dependent? It, it, it's uh, slightly matchup dependent, but um, I, do, I, do I think that's my side that I'm going with over anything, no matter what, though. Do you think there's a matchup where Christian Wood or Tim would be on the court instead of Reggie? And, we're yeah. talk, and I'm not yeah. talking about for possession. I'm talking about because I, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm just gonna say it. There is no offensive possession where I don't think Christian Wood one score must score possession where I don't think Wood should be on the floor. Like even on some offensive rebound shit, he's better at that than the other dudes. He he's I think he still is. Well, I don't know. Reggie been wilding lately. Um, as far as catch and shoot threes, I know he was our best like two, three weeks ago. I think that swung back to Reggie. I got to look it up. The point I'm trying to make is I don't feel safe with any of those people. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, I say Reggie, but like I'm not fully comfortable with Reggie on because, you know, he can't do anything with the ball other than like shoot it. Like, literally, and he's the worst case, I think, on the team of somebody who cannot do anything with the ball, <laughs> like, other than shooting. So that's where my hesitancy would lie. Um, but he has been making shots, like, at an obscene rate, actually. <laughs> and it's been sustained for about two months, where he's been shooting, like, 48%, like, something crazy like that. Nah, it, it's very, it, if I'm not mistaken, it's just, like, the middle of December, he's been 40-plus. Yeah, so it's like way longer than he was broke, and when he was broke, it wasn't. It wasn't like he was shooting twenty percent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think he's shooting better. He's up to thirty eight percent from three. He's shooting better from on the season than he did last year. Yeah. So that's where you know if if he can like if he's doing that if he's still doing that I just keep him on the court just because with Luca, Josh, and um Kyrie. There are people who can do stuff with the ball, um, but at the same time, I mean, with Wood, the issue is just always going to be, like, can he be focused defensively, especially, um, you know, I know people, we say, oh, yeah, Maxie helps him, blah, 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 but you could, you could still exploit him on that end as long as he's on the court. You, yeah. you just can he, so, fall, he, he falls asleep. Exactly, and I think our some of our clutch issues, as much as the clutch offense, you know, needs a lot of work because I think that is where you know when a national media they complain about us playing too slow, blah blah blah. I think that's only like that's only a real concern in the clutch, and not saying that in the clutch you should slow things down, but we I'm talking like possession to possession, we just attack. Why, like, why are we trying to make something happen with five seconds on the clock after dribbling at half court? That's not that's not how you slow things down. <laughs> that is not how you slow things down. You don't stand, you don't dribble the ball at half court, um, and then get into your offense with five seconds left. That's how you lose a lead. And oh, I'm sorry, what? I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Eisen is cooked. Oh, I just saw it. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, no, he's, damn. Yeah. And I'm, that's not even the same injury. That's not different. It's not even knees. That's not, that's not even knees. Yeah, no, he's a wrap. That body is, is, uh, is a wrap. It's a wrap. Damn, I, I, wanted, I wanted him in the summer. I'm sorry. I did. I did. I really did. I'm I did too. I'm not going. I'm not going to walk it. I'm not going to like lie. I did, but no, the body's done. He's done. He's done. 
All right, fin I'm sorry. Finish what you were talking about. I apologize. It's okay. I don't even remember what I was saying. I was um, what was I even saying? Uh, I don't know, but the point is, um, uh, wood, wood clutch offense. Is yeah, so, yes, so the clutch offense craters, um, because of that, but also because we cannot get stops. And if you can get stops in the clutch, that could help your offense, especially if you finish it off with the board. So, um, I just think it's, it's, we just have a lot of issues right now. And I think around the margins is where we'll really, like, even if we can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody, like, in a series with the money on the line, I just think we'll lose it on the margins for all the reasons that I've been discussing here. But, I, I, um, I, we yeah. don't need, We don't even, like, the only role player we got that I think could play the role he's asked to play here on the championship team is Josh, and I don't think he built for it yet. And that's not even yeah, yeah. That's not and to me, because he's young, like you actually gotta ride it out. You cannot play fucking Justin Holiday over him. You gotta let him get his lumps right now for next year or the future. You feel me? So like you gotta play him even when he's being calamitous. You bench him for a couple minutes, say, Hey man, you was fucking up. And you bring him right back in the game. You cannot take his starting line. He has to play. He has to play. And I look at Tim. You said Tim would. We know Powell. I think Maxie could be one. I do. I think Maxie could play like 20 minutes a night on a good team. Oh, I yeah. I mean, Maxie is a, is a, Maxie's a, just his art type is so bad. You saw it in the Sixers, in the Sixers game. We fucking five out. Five out of them to death. Like, I, 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 hey, I gotta say something. I gotta say something. I didn't realize like that was Embiid's kryptonite to the extent that it was. He was not on a back to back. And then I got to looking at him. I'm like, it's basically you take him from the basket. Them other dudes is all fucking food. They are all food if he ain't behind him to clean it up. All of them. There's exactly no defender. PJ Tucker, and he is dead as my age. That 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 actually I hate to say it, but if I could bet against them, if I could short them like they was a stock, I would. I didn't mean to break your train of thought again. That's all good, but um yeah, I just think um the team needs some work. Um and which is why I guess we can get into specific matchups because before it's funny, um there's a question on the timeline this morning asking, would you take the Mavs or the Grizzlies in the series? And even before, like, I was thinking about talking about that on the pod, even before I saw that tweet about the Grizzlies, because I was like, you know, we haven't touched base about the Grizzlies as a team realistically, like, for a day we were matched up against them in the playoffs. And it's something that still could happen. We could, you know, fall to seven and um, have to play them. And just my thoughts on that is that I wasn't like before last season season before i was cool playing the grizzlies I, we've talked about it on this pod how we match up well with them all that i'm less comfortable with the matchup now and the reason for me being less comfortable with the matchup now is because um we don't have dorian anymore and people took that to mean i thought dorian was scotty pippen and i don't know what i'm talking about because it's because of the slow pace even though i said this is he's a reason i didn't say he was the sole reason i just said he was a part of it but you know like i said reading comprehension not there um but my point was that's why i'm less comfortable because i dorian 
with the even with the slow pace, like that's that's the main thing. The Grizzlies are a horrible half court team, and it's not just with us, but just they just don't play good half court basketball, and that's been the case for the last few seasons. Um, not just this one. Um, so I just think that Dorian always made Ja work for his points. Um, and I just think that just working for the points and getting the points, those are like it's it's there's a distinction there. And you can pull up his, you know, box score stats, you can um, you know, do whatever you want with that. And you're not I don't think you're getting the full grasp of his like Dorian's impact on job. You have to watch the games for that. Like Dorian's length. His six eighth frame really bothered Josh in the half court. Sir, you're giving people a lot more credit than they deserve. There's people that we know watch the games because they live tweet the games with us that still do not understand the little stuff. But please continue. Yeah, but my point is, even with the half court, um, you know, stuff. Dorian made him work in the half court. <laughs> Dorian was a good and another part of the reason why. And it's not just us, you know, um, you know, half court offensing them to death, but also half court defense. Dorian contributed to that. Is what mm-hmm. uh, is is my point. And saying, oh well, we still have Josh, we still have Maxi. Even though mentioning Maxi is insane because how is Maxi a better matchup for Ja than Dorian Finney Smith? Who is putting their center on Ja? Ja is not Westbrook, bro, where you're putting a center on. on. And yes, Maxie's a good switch big, but he's a switch big where if he gets the switch, he can do You're not putting him on him. So the fact that Maxie's even in the conversation is crazy. But with Josh, we've seen Josh have issues with fouling. That's part of it. I mean, Jason Kidd's dumbass said that that's why he benched him, blah, blah, fouls, blah, blah, blah. And yes, Josh does fouls, even though that shouldn't have resulted in his benching, but... Josh fouls, and Ja is very what? like Ja has improved to the point. Ja is very crafty. Ja gets free throws. Like Ja, Ja is fouling out Josh, bro. Yeah. yeah. Josh is better suited to guard like a Desmond Bain. Yeah. And I'm not saying he can't guard Josh. I'm not. I mean, he can't guard Ja. I'm not saying that. Um, but I'm just saying in terms of ma- like if we're just talking about who is a better matchup defensively, Dorian is a better matchup defensively than him. Dorian strong like Dorian's like strong, girthier, not girthier, but um, lengthier, and he it, it's that's why I'm not as comfortable because our defense is not as 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 good. Where I think they can maybe they can they can beat us around the margins. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's why I'm not as comfortable. I do think we can win. Still, I think we can win. Even though I would lean them right now, I wouldn't be surprised if we win. But before, I would be taking us, like, 100%. But now it's not that, you know, I'm not as confident. And that's all I was saying, but that just triggered people. Like, people got triggered over that for some reason. And that's that's just where I'm talking about Dorian's value. Like, um, he's more valuable to us than he is to another team. That's all. That's just the point I'm making. Yeah. No, I you you better than me. I I I just don't understand how you can like watch this team and be like, Dorian Finney Smith don't matter. Look at how bad he's doing in Brooklyn. And it's like I gotta look at the data later, but I'm pretty sure we were like the thirteenth, fourteenth defense in the NBA in games 
if you just took the defense played and games Dorian played, I think that's where we was at. And then because obviously he missed so much time and he's been traded for three weeks. I'm, we are net net for the season, like 26. You know what I'm saying? 25th, 26. And I just think his impact was profound. And I think people gave a lot of, a lot of his credit to Maxi and a lot of his credit to Josh. And it's not that they are bad defensive players, but and, and I'll, I'll admit it. I think overall Dorian still might be, I think Josh overall still might be a better player than Dorian, but just purely the way he impacted. More the, dynamic, definitely yeah, more dynamic. Yeah, but when we talk about how, especially for this particular roster, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Like Dorian, his ability to play up, it, it just and just be strong on a switch against a big or a dude bigger than him. I did not appreciate that until you just start watching the games with him going. It's like, yeah, if it's Josh or Reggie on a big and they that big is even kind of close to the basket, it's curtains. It's curtains. Like you gotta you you gotta ring the you gotta bring the double anyway. With Dorian, I'm not about to sit here and lie and be like Dorian is locking big men up, but he was able to hold his ground for a hell of a lot longer than them dudes. Like it's a, almost an automatic bucket with with those guys, and I didn't appreciate that. I, I didn't to the extent that I thought I did. Uh, where I think Dorian did fall back on, you know, since Dorian was a Mav, shit, we asked him to guard the best player from Dame Lillard to Kawhi Leonard to shit Nate, literally running Dorian at the five to guard Joel Embiid and DeMontis Sabonis in late game situations that them days of him guarding the Dame Lillards the quick dudes of the world I I, I think I think that's over I don't think that's his yeah ministry. I don't think that's his ministry no more um okay but, but, but yeah. he still he still was really good at guarding bigger wings and bigger dudes period and i didn't appreciate that when he was here but and you, your point still remains i'm basically saying i agree with you and anyone that disagrees is like i hate to say it we need dorian back or we to win the championship we need the dorian archetype back does that make sense yeah we just need it yeah we just need a lengthy wing that could guard up that's what, and it's not like to say he's special one in a million. It's not nothing no, like that. No. We just need a player like at least defensively because yeah. Dorian his his offense as much as you know he hits open shots, um and he tried to drive it but he was you know the ball's going to him it wasn't you know and he had to make a play we weren't you know <laughs> you know in the best spot, um so not saying he's a um you know just a one in a million type of player but no. his archetype is still valuable especially to our team that's that's what's getting lost here to the mavericks that archetype it, is as long, as long as lucas and <clears throat> whatever team has lucas is going to need a dorian type in <laughs> my opinion you're gonna need the dude who can play the four but then guard threes and fours and fives moonlight guard some twos the power wings i think wherever Luke is at, he's going to need that guy. Um, this is a side note before we wrap this up. Hey, man, you know, I know he got a whole bunch of fouls, but I also feel like he impacted the game. I don't think it's a coincidence they got back in the game. I want Jalen McDaniels. He a free agent in the summer. I want him. Pause. But I, I, I want him as a Maverick, for real. 
Am I crazy? I know he got like four files in three minutes, but am I crazy for thinking he would fit here? Oh, I've always liked him. I that, I had him on my fantasy team early in the season. I dropped him right when he got traded because yeah. uh, on the Philly team, I didn't think he was going to get enough minutes. <laughs> so whatever, that's besides the point. My point is um, he's someone I've been monitoring since um, last, was it last season? Last season, because I never he, paid him no mind until this year. I'm not. Oh even. no, I I paid. I always I kept my eye on him because I liked what he did in the playing game. Um, <laughs> he was yeah, I liked what he did in the playing game. So and I'd been watching him and he had been developing. Um, just because he was a second round rookie, it's not like he was high in the draft. Second round rookie. Um, and he was he started to play, and this season especially he was really good, especially at the beginning of the season. Um, because when Hayward was like out and stuff, he was getting those minutes. And he looked good. Um, he's like I said, lengthy wing. He's not as good defensively as his um brother, but he's he's okay. Like uh, that, he, that's that's his brother. I had no idea. Oh yeah, J, J, uh, Jaden. Yeah, Jaden is his brother. The McDaniel's brothers. Um, I, I, that is so funny. I got him. I get him mixed up all the time, but I didn't know they was actually blood. Yeah, Jaden, Jalen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're brothers, and um, he's not as good defensively as him. Um, no. I don't think he's good as good offensively as him either, but offensively he can he can make his shots. He can make shots. Um and he can put the ball on the floor and drive. Um not a you know playmaker or anything like that. But he's a valuable I think he's a valuable type. He's having a rough go in Philly though. I just don't think he's he's not acclimated and that's the thing with some of these trade deadline deals, like sometimes like you just don't get acclimated to a team. You <laughs> know, like some you know, during that short period of time. Like you see with Dorian, like I never felt like Dorian, like, especially getting traded mid-season, Dorian was never going to fall off. Right? Like, Dorian is a rhythm type of player. Like, he needs to get in, like, his rhythm, especially on a team with no creators. That was just not going to work out well for him. And similar with Jalen McDaniels, he's trying to kind of fit in where he gets in right now on a team that's trying to compete for a championship. And he's been coming, he's coming from a poverty team. that The Hornets weren't really playing for much, like I said, in the playing game. He showed some stones, and I like that, you know, in a big stakes game. And I think you'll see a playoff game where you're like, damn, Jalen McDaniels, like, where did he come? Like, I think we're going to get a game like that from him in the playoffs. Um, but he's a guy, he's still growing, and he's a free agent. Yep. Um, I don't know. Un- what, un- unrestricted. unrestricted. I was about to say unre- unrestricted. So, ain't even no uh, restricted shit. Like, we could just, you know, promise, yeah. promise him he going to start. I'm sorry. I- I'm probably gassing it, but you can't tell me he ain't as good as. Uh, Justin Holiday. Uh, yeah, I think he could do a lot more offensively than Justin Holiday. I can tell you that for a fact. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he's not bad. He's somebody I would definitely take on my team. Yeah, I I, I like him a lot. I I you know, uh, Bibbs and Reese did the, I guess the, I don't want to call it an interview. I guess kind of. I guess it was an interview with Woods agent. And was saying like Charlotte is interested in Wood, or well, if they was interested, man, I would have did that. I would have did it that Mason Plumley and him for Wood trade straight up. Like I would have loved to do that trade. Am I am I crazy for that? Uh, wait, say that again. Are you crazy for what exactly? Would have traded Christian Wood for Mason Plumley and Jaden McDaniels. Oh, one hundred! I wanted that trade. I was in that was one of my trades in my yeah. first team bag. Yeah, I wanted that. I wanted yeah, that. like to me, I, I I think I'd be lying to myself if they made that trade. Yeah. I really would. Like, 
bro, that that killed two birds with one stone. So, and it ain't like they got a lot for them dudes. So I don't know if I, I mean, it's an agent, so they gonna, you know, I don't think Charlotte is just don't care about Christian Wood, but it feels like if they were really that interested in him, I, I feel like Dallas would have made that trade too. They would have, but I mean, Mark Williams has been. He's not. He's not um, like fantastic or anything. But I, I'm seeing a vision with him, like the framework of his game. Like mm-hmm. he could. He got a smooth touch. That's one thing I didn't um, realize about him. His touch, like he could hit the middle. He could hit the middle, and I think he could extend to three at some point, like in his career. I didn't. I didn't see any of that in college. I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't see that. So he has. He could hit the midi. Um, he double double machine, and I picked him up on fantasy a couple weeks. I'm so happy I did that shit. When I saw that, I was about to play him. I was like, oh, let me take a flyer. He'll probably get some. He could get like a double or double or two. But he's been. I'm talking like 18 rebounds, <laughs> like 13 rebounds, and he he could finish. So I, I like his game. So I don't blame them for not being interested in Christian Wood. They're not as des. I don't think they're as desperate to get a center anymore. Um, I mean, they would love Victor, um, and even then, I don't think he'd come in and play center. So, um, yeah, I I don't blame them for not pulling that trigger. And that's the thing. Um, I saw people. I don't know how serious they were talking about. Oh, cutting wood, Bob. That's nonsense. As much as I don't like wood, you're not going like that's just so not gonna happen. Cutting him because um, one, he does not like he wouldn't want to lose his bird rights. That's one. <laughs> and two, um. We can, like, he's still useful to the point where I would still prefer him to score than just not, like, just to cut him. You know what I mean? Um, but whatever, that's besides the point. Um, um, the point is, I would have done that deal. I definitely would have done that deal. Because, like I said, that's a that's a deal that definitely helps us on the margins. And as much as um, we'd be relying on Powell a lot, because Maxi didn't come back. And we, we should use context, too, because Maxi didn't come back right away. So that would have meant that... Um, I mean, Plummy probably would have. Would, would Plummy have started over Powell? That's a that's a question. I feel like that's a question. <laughs> he would have. He would have gave. He would have gave him a shot. Plumley do all that. Plumley do all that little dirty work shit. Exactly. The only thing Plumley don't do better than Powell is is, is catch mobs. Yeah, and I mean, when is the last time Dwight Powell really had a strong lob game? They like, not throwing the lob. They they were covering on his 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 roles. Like even in the Philly game, like um, we got a lot of open um shots in the corner because they were helping on his roles, so they weren't throwing the lobs as much to him. And that's the thing with Kyrie, Spencer. Spencer barely passed one, but when he was passing, he was trying for the lob. Like he was getting that lob. Kyrie prefers the pocket pass, and Maxie's not used to that yet. Low key, Dwight's getting used to that, but I don't think Maxie's used to it because, um. Kyrie dropped him. I remember in the Philly game, Kyrie dropped him like a bounce pass, and Maxi almost fumbled it because he wasn't expecting it. He almost like fumbled it. Um, so Kyrie prefers like the pocket pass, the bounce pass to a lob pass. Um, so when you watch him and Dwight, it's a lot of pocket passes as opposed to where it's Luke and him, it's a lot of lobs. So that's something that's I guess unique that maybe we're not like noticing or picking up on. Yeah, yeah, I. I... Ooh. Man, I'm, I hate to say this. There's been so much discourse about the team. So many back and forth about Jason Kidd. I'm almost don't want to, I'm almost tired of talking about the team, even though we just had a pretty nice win. But before we get out of here, like, 
the whole we all hate Jason Kidd, he's a horrible coach. I'm going to be honest, I didn't think he was a good coach. I thought he was mediocre. I thought he was mid. But I never thought he was bad or disastrous or calamitous until he benched Josh Green. <laughs> like, I know that sounds crazy because, like, I'm not – like, Josh Green hadn't been playing well. He had been fucking up. He – I think I said he hadn't played defense in two weeks. However, he still ain't, like, disastrous. You know what I'm saying? He's not killing the team. And to start a dude off the street over him, when Josh is heading into a free agency, right? He's heading into, well, he can be extended this summer. I don't think he's actually heading into free agency. So to do that to him, this is the first time where I was like, He's a disaster. I ain't like some of the rotations. I haven't liked some of the stuff he's did. But I'm going to be honest. The whole I thought Christian Wood should have started until we got Kyrie. I'm, once we got Kyrie, I stopped caring. I actually have kind of removed myself from the Christian Wood arguments because at this point, people are emotionally invested. And people think that what a big man is supposed to do can only – like we, like people literally are ignoring – the, the lineup data with Dwight Powell on the floor. They making up excuses, but then present that data to justify other players playing. It's weird. Um, so I kind of left the Christian Wood saga alone once we got Kyrie, because I don't think we need what he brings. But I do think he should play more. But the thing that broke me with Jason Kidd is Benjamin Josh, because it's like, fam, what are we doing? That dude was on the street. What do you think? I agree. No, the bench and Josh was ridiculous. I as soon as I got that note, I would I did not agree with it. And again, this was after um he had that fifteen point explosion in the Spurs game. I was not not that I wasn't buying. I mean, I thought he would have been hitting more shots by now. But um, I just think that that was you don't do stuff like that. Like I don't understand he how he got rewarded for one good game. And Josh got did Josh had several good games in a row. Had two bad like two or three bad games and then you like he wasn't even that bad. And that's what I was about to say. It's not like they were like so destructive where he's actively causing the team um lot you know, wins, he's causing the team wins. Like that wasn't happening. So to bench him and then say, Oh well, foul trouble, blah blah blah. No, no. That and then you know, Justin didn't do shit. Now Justin played eleven minutes. Not win last night. Eleven minutes. Josh played what? Thirty-two. I think he played like thirty-two. Yeah. <laughs> so like, not to push an agenda because Josh wasn't great last night, but hmm, I wonder <laughs> what the difference is. So I just think um he put a lot on Justin to like that was not a good decision for all parties involved. That's yeah, what I that, that, wasn't like, good for Justin. Wasn't good for Josh. Yeah. And kid is stupid. So yeah, that's how I feel. And that's the other thing. Like Justin Holiday can play. Like I'm happy he's on the team. He is a buyout guy who is going to give us some good minutes. He get, exactly. Even that game, he scored like zero points. He had like three blocks. He he did good shit. Exactly. He was he, doing other things, yeah. Yeah, he he contributed, right? But to put him in that situation, like to me, you start doing stuff like that, the whole wood thing, to me, you kind of, I, I, this is why I think you just should have started wood before we got Kyrie the whole season, because it's like, dude, just, just start him. And then when it don't work, you can say, see, it didn't work. This is why Dwight Powell has to play. You just eliminate that, right? But then you start him and make him lose his job 
to injury that was that's just goofy in and of itself because like players all this lineup data shit it's strange enough because i'm pretty sure the players like dwight a lot so i don't even know if it's that big of a deal but players look at who can get buckets in practice and they think oh he's so good you i've listened to so many interviews with great players and they just like this dude couldn't guard me and I could guard him, so I'm better than him. And he was overrated being in practice or games. So I believe the players think that Christian Wood should start. I really do. And then you could go to with him, and I just think the way they've managed Christian Wood, even though I don't think he's nearly as, as important as people in this fan base thinks he is. And I'll be happy when the summer comes. It, it, because I don't, I just don't want to talk about him anymore because he's the ultimate, the stats don't back up his impact. But at the same time, he don't stink. That's where I sometimes I get upset with you is I think you think he stinks and I don't think he stinks. No comment. <laughs> Holy shit. You've never not said something to anything I've said. Christian <laughs> Wood gave a made you drop a no comment on the pod. Man, you got anything else you want to get off your chest? Not at all. That's a perfect ending. <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, guys, we appreciate y'all for listening to this. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I can't even get this out. I appreciate y'all listening to this. This is 21 going on 77. Um, yeah, I got to make some runs tonight. I'm not even finna lie and say I'm going to post this tonight because I'm not. I got a lot of shit to do as soon as I hit end on this recording. So y'all probably get this tomorrow afternoon. Oh, SJ, uh, I'm, uh, let me hit the, the pause button on the outro. Hey, we going to beat the Suns? Because I think we are. I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's a cop answer, but I don't know. I think we beat them. I didn't last week. I did not feel good about the uh, Lakers game. I think I said it on here. I feel good about the Suns game. Go Mavs. Let's get it. We holler at y'all. Hopefully we can just get to mediocrity on defense. And even if we don't, just win the damn games. We holler at y'all next week. Peace. Mm-hmm.